My name is Casey, and Brittany Broski is an American treasure who should be protected at all costs. Hello? You're currently on the phone with Casey K. Yep, that's me. Good morning, everybody. It is currently 6.30 in the morning. I am recording this. This is, these are my first words I'm saying for the day. Do you guys ever do that? You go through, well, I don't know. I'm alone quite often, <laughs> as sad as that sounds. But I'm like, some days it'll be like 11 a.m. or noon, and I'll be like, I haven't said one word today. And I've been up for like seven or eight hours. And yes, I do wake up early even when I don't have things to do because I love it. But I'll wake up early, I'll eat breakfast, and then I'll take a mid-morning nap, or I guess an early morning nap. Then I'll wake up for a little while longer, and then I'll take a mid-morning nap, and then I'll wake up usually for the rest of the day. Anyways, these are my first words. If any of you are wondering who Brittany Broski is, she is the TikToker who's pretty famous. I think if you looked up her name, you would recognize her. She, her first, well, the first thing I saw her in was that kombucha TikTok where she's like, is this good? You know, and then she kind of does a face like, oh, this is good. And then mm, kind of like back and forth. That's her. And she has a podcast. It's not new. I thought it was pretty new. I mean, I guess it is. It's, I think it's this year, but I just started listening to it and I am obsessed. I've always followed her on TikTok and stuff, but Listening to her talk on her podcast is so hilarious. I have never met, I guess I never met her, but I've never like seen somebody who laughs so hard at their own jokes and things that they say. And it just makes it like 10 times funnier when she thinks she's so funny, which she is. It's not like she says stupid things and it's not funny, but just the way she talks and the, the voices she does and <laughs> the things she brings up and talks about. And she just laughs at herself. It's so hilarious. So if you want to listen to that, if you want to just laugh, and her podcast really isn't about anything specific. It's just kind of like whatever's on her mind. But she's like in the influencer world. So she kind of has like the famous connection. So she goes to like all these events and stuff. And she like has stories about, I don't not necessarily celebrities, but being in proximity to them and she just has a lot of connections, I think. So her stories are funny. And if you want to let, laugh and listen to her, I think it's called The Broski Report is her podcast. Anyways, that's my newest obsession. Um, yeah, that's all I have to say on that. But that's why I said that in my intro is because I love her so much right now. Okay, as Miss Iggy would say, first things first, Casey Musgraves has her first number one, which is kind of crazy to me. Um, I'd like to take a moment and thank her for spelling her name the same exact way as me and having it not be as not normal as people used to think. Like, I went to Lululemon the other day when I had to buy my pants for Beyonce. Um, and the girl's like, how do you spell your name? Because they write it on the door or whatever. And I just, I usually just say Casey. Like, I don't, I'm not one of those people that gets so offended if someone spells my name wrong. Like, who cares? Get over yourself. So she's like, is it, and then sometimes people will ask me, is it with a K or a C? And sometimes I'll just spell it out for them. Sometimes I'll just be like K and they'll be like K-A and then they'll like look at me and I'm like C 
They're like, oh, so it's with a K and a C. Anyways, the girl at um, Lululemon spelled my name right without even like having to ask me. I came out of the like the changing room and I looked back and it was K-A-C-E-Y. I'm like, wow, my name is becoming so much more popular. I feel like the most common spelling is C-A-S-E-Y and or K-A-S-E-Y, which I don't, I don't know. I feel like my name makes more sense than those other two. I digress. She has her first number one with Zach Bryan, who, um, sorry to this man, I had no idea existed until this song came out. I remember, I remember everything. Uh, the song's pretty good. I've only listened to it a couple times, but I guess it went right to number one, which is great. Um, he is coming to Utah, apparently, at the, to the Delta Center. He sold out a couple nights, but he also just got arrested in Oklahoma. Uh, I think it was for speeding. But he, he, I don't know. They say he got pulled over twice, but that's not true. He got pulled over once. He's kind of mouthy with the cop. Whatever, got a ticket. Um, then the next day he was driving and his security guard who was following him in a car behind him or a truck or whatever got pulled over. And so he pulled over and it was just waiting. And he's like, after like 15 minutes, he got out of his truck to see what was going on. And the cops like get back in your vehicle, and he, just, anyways, he just got mouthy with him, and he ended up getting arrested. But he came out with this video apologizing for it. Um, apparently, his girlfriend is Brianna Chicken Fry, which I don't know if that's her real name. And uh, I don't really know much about her. I think she's a podcaster too, an influencer. Um, yeah, that's I. I don't know much about him, but I'm very happy for Casey. I don't think that song should have been her first number one but you know we start somewhere yeah that that's that the second thing i have is roar by Katy perry and cruel summer both hit 1 billion streams on spotify so congratulations to our two pop queens our music royalties um i feel like roar was the biggest thing to happen in 2013 well one of them <laughs> There's a lot that happened in 2013, but Roar was like the song, the like number one. Everybody knew it. Everybody was listening to it and it's good. I actually, I didn't hate it. I never hated it, but it really wasn't my favorite until like maybe five years ago. And then I became like way obsessed with it. I'm like, this song's so good. The music video's good. Everything's good. That's the shirt I bought when I went to see her in Las Vegas for the first time. It's like this cartoonish look um when she's like in the jungle she's like swinging on a vine and her bra is like the cheetah print or whatever i love that shirt and i'm going again to Katy perry so stay tuned for that in a couple months i feel like the billions club so there's a there's a a playlist on spotify it's called the billions something maybe i should maybe i should do my research before i just start spouting off information yeah, it's called The Billions Club. And I feel like it used to be really kind of awesome and, like, unique and not very... Like, not a lot of people were in it. But now there's, like, 400-something songs. And... 464 songs. And going through some of them makes me extremely angry. But, oh well, you know, we all like different things. So I guess it's a good thing there's songs on there for everybody. But it's going to be the point now where there's so many songs. It's not as cool or prestigious to be on there anymore. 
it's still really cool, and that's amazing if you can get one billion streams on one song, but it, I don't know. I feel like when I looked at it, I was expecting there to be like maybe 50 songs, um, and who knows, maybe a couple years ago that's how it was, but now that streaming's gotten so much bigger, and it's like the the number one thing people do, maybe it's just like the new norm, but oh well. Uh, speaking of music, I didn't write this down. I wanted to, but I forgot to write it down. I just remembered it. Um, Cardi B and Meg The Stallion released a song called Bongos. Um, I personally think they should not have done this. <laughs> There's no way you'll ever top uh, WAP. Um, that, I just feel like the timing of that song, you know, it was like in during COVID. It was like when like Taylor released Folklore like just that time and it was like just kind of shocking and the song was the song's good the song's bad if you if you like know what it is but it, i don't know i just feel like it should have been like a one and done thing this song's okay i i don't love it i probably won't listen to it anymore who knows maybe it'll grow on me i doubt it but my personal opinion they should have just stayed with wap and left it at that who but i am just a lowly peasant and I don't know much about the music industry, so maybe maybe they have something different on their minds that I don't know about. Let's see, the next thing is The Morning Show with Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston, who Jennifer Aniston I just found out is Greek. I didn't know that. A fellow Greek goddess, just like myself. <laughs> I didn't know she was Greek. Her dad is supposedly full Greek, I want to say, and her mom is part Greek. But that's cool. I found that out because of an episode of Only Murders in the Building. Um, I can't remember which one it was. It was season two. Uh, and Martin Short's character says something about how he could portray a Greek, Greek goddess like Jennifer Aniston. So I googled it and it's true. Anyways, the morning show comes out, I think, Wednesday the 13th. I think it's its third season, fourth season maybe. I need to keep watching that. I like the show a lot, but I kind of do this thing where I don't watch shows to end. And especially if I'm not sure if a show's going to keep going, like if they're not going to pick it up again. I just don't like things to be over. And I don't know if that's some kind of uh, thing I should work out in therapy. I'm not in therapy, but I don't know if that's a thing that people do. I, I just don't like things to be over and it makes me sad. So I just, I just, if I stop reading a book, if I stop watching a show you know it's just it can never be over it's always going to need to be finished and as long as I don't finish it it's not going to be done uh yeah so that's that I also don't think I talked about the Beyonce concert last time um if I did I'm sorry that I'm repeating myself but you know they say she's like the best performer ever which I yeah she's I was pretty blown away like her voice is insane like she just belted out songs the entire night like her voice is is fantastic now that I thought it wasn't and I thought she was gonna be a bad performer but like she spent money on that like the visual effects were in like triple 4k if that's even a thing like she had robots on stage a horse she had like a truck like a like a tank or something like and she rode on it on the stage i'm like geez you did not spare any expenses on this i will say the stage was kind of wasted like there's a circle part that when you come out 
and she only I don't even know if she went on that she went straight like there was a part that goes straight through the stage and then or through the circle I mean and then around and I don't think she ever went on the circle part I'm like that's kind of a waste you could have had more seats but that's club renaissance inside that circle so that's like VIP people um I saw my friend in there actually he was in in the club renaissance I saw him on the tv a couple of times but I sadly cannot afford to live like that right now at least maybe someday I'll be able to let's get back to the concert it was great it was actually like one of those nights that worked out perfectly we stayed at the Excalibur which I shockingly enough would stay at again it was like $25 a night and I didn't have to talk to anybody I could check in on my phone and they sent me a key this isn't important, I don't want to tell you this, but they sent me a digital key, and if I wanted a physical one, I just go to this iPad and print out a, t a key. You can walk to the stadium, you don't, you know, like there's a bridge that goes across, you don't have to get an Uber. Like, I would stay there again. Anyways, like, it turned out that a bunch of our friends were going, and so we all kind of just hung out and, and pre-gamed at the room before, and then walked over, we got our merch, there's no line for merch. I went to two different merch lines, no line at all nothing like the Taylor Swift concerts. Those merch lines are absolutely insane. And I swear they only make one blue crew neck sweater per per show for Taylor Swift. That's the only thing I want. Um, we go, we sit down in our seats and the show starts. Like it was perfect timing, perfect everything. Everyone was having a good time. Uh, yeah, we were all in our silver and I bought new black pants, which I didn't need to, but I did anyways. Uh, the concert was great. If you are ever wondering what it's like to go to a Beyonce concert, I would definitely go. I wish I knew more of the songs. I didn't know as many, but, you know, I'd go again. I'd do it again. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner. We talked about this last time towards the end, and it is official. They are getting divorced. They both posted, like, a joint statement on Instagram saying um, that they're splitting up. Uh, so Maddie Murphy, the queen of podcasting, my favorite podcaster, this podcast has become, um, a podcast telling you to listen to other podcasts, <laughs> apparently. Um, she is not a fan of Joe Jonas right now. She thinks that his PR team is like trying to sabotage Sophie, which it really does sound like, like literally like every like half hour or something comes out, like Joe Jonas says, Sophie Turner likes to go out and party um, she's hardly ever home. He's had the kids even while he's touring. Like, okay, you know, a lot of female musicians probably have done that, have taken their kids on tour because that's just what you do. You take care of your kids. Even So if that's true is what I'm saying, it's like, okay, you're not some kind of martyr that, like, you're the first person to watch the kids while you're working. Okay. But she's, yeah, she's not a fan of him right now at all. And she thinks everything he's doing is calculated and trying to pit everyone against Sophie um, there's a lot of contradictions in what he's saying. Like, uh, I think they did, a, Sophie and Joe did a, like an Instagram live or a Q and A or something. And all the questions that they were asked, like, who's the homebody? And it was Sophie who likes to party. And it was Joe, like everything he's saying now is the polar opposite of what that video is saying. So yeah, I hope. I hope this goes over smoothly. I hope they just kind of separate, get divorced, and just move on. Um, and I, I don't know, I hope Sophie's works since she was, like, young. 
and she had two kids within, I think, a couple years of each other. Joe was, like, I think seven years older than her, seven or eight. So, like, she was home early, having kids, you know, all this stuff. Well, he's, I don't, I don't know what I'm trying to say. I just feel like even if she wants to party and do all this stuff, that's fine. You know, she didn't really get to do that because she had kids so early. But, like, and you can tell that's not, like, a uh, shocking thing. Like, people have kids so early here. There's some people my age that have, like, over four kids. And I would just like to ask, how? How is that possible for you to financially support all of those children? I can't even support myself. That's a whole different story, but I hope Joe Jonas and Sophie Turner are okay. Uh, Joe did say on stage though the other night at his concert where they're playing every single one of their songs. I'm sorry, I just can't get over that. I, there's just some artists that don't need to do that, and they're they're one of them. Please don't play every one of your songs, but I guess it's working because their shows are sold out. So maybe I'm just missing something. He did say apparently he started crying on stage, and people hated that because they're like he's just calculated and he's doing all this. Um, but he did say, if it doesn't come from my mouth, then don't believe it. Uh, so I don't know. I, I thought, oh, wow. You know, he's such a, he's such a great guy. But then I looked at Maddie Murphy's story. She's like, liar. I don't believe it. Like, <laughs> boo, <laughs> this sucks. So I don't know. We'll, we'll keep an eye on this little situation going forward. But as for right now, um, yeah, we don't know much, but they are getting divorce so olivia rodrigo's new album guts just released on friday and it's very good i will say um it is very rock ish uh early 2000s ish i would say late 90s um it's got kind of that grunge sound to it which is you know it's good i, I like it i still think my favorite song so far is vampire just you can just tell she has a lot of emotion in that and I like how it builds up. Like it's like a song that starts out slow and builds up. Um, All American Bitch is good. I like that one. Um, Getting him back is fun. That's a fun song to sing. Uh, I am uh, quite upset. <laughs> Not I shouldn't say that. I just thought Teenage Dream would be better. It's actually quite boring, but it's also if you listen to it, it's like it's sad and and it's kind of like something we all go through, but. I just wish the rumors were true and it was sampling Teenage Dream, but it is nowhere near that. <laughs> it never will be. But yeah, it's good. I think I'll listen to it a few more times and then if I have a different a change of opinion, um, I'll let you know. But as of right now, it's doing pretty well. I think they're speculating that Vampire will go back to number one and all the songs will be in the top 30. So that's cool. They are saying, though, that The Grudge... Um, I learned this from Patty Pop Culture. He's on TikTok. He's on everything. He has his own podcast. Like, <clears throat> he knows everything about all these celebrities. Like, there are some people that know all the, like, the leaks and the songs that didn't get released and, um, just all this stuff. And he's one of those people. That's where I get a lot of my information. But he thinks The Grudge is about, um, Taylor Swift. She, there's like a line that says I've I've had I have nightmares uh, every day about that weekend in May and and May, I think it was May 21st is when she released her last album and it's in reference to 
Taylor's team reaching out to her and saying, hey, you need to give Taylor 50% of your royalties because the songs are, I think it's sampling or interpolating, whatever, her songs. And last night, I have like a podcast, I always say that, I have a playlist that I listen to go to sleep. It's like softer songs, like not as like upbeat songs. Um, and one of them is One Step Forward, Three Steps. I think I've already talked about this, but it sounds so much like New Year's Day. And I was just curious, I clicked on song credits and Taylor Swift is credited on that song. And so is Jack Antonoff. So she's getting her money. But the anyways, listen to that song, The Grudge, and it you'll come be like, oh yeah, this I could see how this would be related to Taylor Swift. Anyways, let me know what you guys think about Grudge. Um, you guys can always like message me on Instagram. I'm on there constantly. That's why it's called I'm on the phone with KCK. It's kind of like um, two different phrases, I guess. What do they call it? Is it a double entendre? <laughs> I don't know what that means. I don't know why I just said that. Where like I'm on the phone with KC, like talking wise, but me personally, um, I'm on the phone constantly. Like, you know, whatever, like Instagram, I don't get on Facebook a lot, TikTok, email, you know, just all the good stuff. Let's move on. Kim Kardashian is in the new, um, oh wait, no, 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 sorry. There's, so there's this thing called the second album slump or the second album curse. And basically it's like when someone has a really good first album, is the second album going to be good or are they going to get like you know, nervous, are they gonna, are they gonna expand creatively, like, is the album gonna do good, is it gonna be a flop, um, and so I don't think this album has the second album curse, obviously, because it went to number one, and people are loving it, um, but, like, the only one I can really think of right now, and I tried to find other ones, but is Lord's second album, which is good, I'm not saying it's bad, but it did not do well compared to her first album, and that's kind of like what second album curse means is um, someone who avoided it completely was Katy Perry with Teenage Dream, obviously. Um, there's a lot of people that avoided it. Uh, Lady Gaga, Rihanna, Pink, Amy Winehouse, Adele for sure with 21. Um, but yeah, I don't think this album Guts has the second album curse. Um, so that's good. That's a good indication. Um, I think Dua Lipa prove that too with um future nostalgia she that album was so good and charted forever i am ready for new music from her so hopefully that's in the works okay moving on kim kardashian's in the new american horror story it's called delicate um it's got emma roberts in it and emma roberts plays like a normal character this time usually she plays like a witch or whatever you know and all these other ones but she plays just a normal girl who's like becoming famous apparently and from what it looks like is kim is her manager or like just someone in the industry and sorry um i think it looks good it looks really good so that comes out in a couple weeks and i can't wait to cover that more and i hope kim does well i'm sure she will I like it no matter what. I like anything Kim does. So for me, she can do no wrong. But I hope, I hope the public and the critics, which I freaking hate critics, don't even get me started on that. But um, I hope they're they don't just tear apart because she's not an actress. She's not the you know who cares like that doesn't matter. If she does a good job, just let her do a good job. And 
let it be at that. I mean, if it's absolutely awful, then maybe have some notes, but I don't think it will be. So we'll see. Um, did you guys see Burning Man? That's that. I guess it's not a music festival. I didn't know that. It's it's like an art festival. Anyways, it sounds absolutely horrible to me. Any of those festivals sound just like my absolute nightmare. Um, I can't imagine anyone having fun at any of them. Um, listen to one of Brittany Broski's. I think it's episode three. She talks about it in her podcast. She's been a couple times and she's like, it sucks. She's like, you guys aren't missing out on anything. It's awful. It's expensive. It's hot. She's like, I was hung over at 7.30 p.m. And Harry Styles doesn't even come on until 11.30. She's like, it's so, it's just, they're not fun. And I 1000% agree with that. I've never once had the urge to go to Coachella. And if I do, I'll I have to be invited. I'll sit in the influencer tent. I'll have my Fiji water or smart water, you know. Um, I'm not going to just sit on the lawn in that dirt for, you know, hours and hours and wait in line and buy expensive overpriced beer. And none of it sounds fun. And I'm not really sure where I'm going with this. Burning Man. Um, okay, so it's in the, it's this festival in the desert in Nevada. Um, and... Apparently this year it rained a lot, so people got stuck. They literally could not drive out because it was so muddy. And Diplo was on, I think it was Good Morning America. <clears throat> Could have been, maybe it wasn't, I can't remember. But he was with him, Kaya Gerber, Austin Butler, I think Cindy Crawford and her husband. Like, I don't, that's just a weird group of people. I just can't imagine Cindy Crawford at... At Burning Man, maybe maybe I'm thinking that wrong, but I know for sure Kai Gerber was there in Austin Butler. Austin Butler makes sense, him being there. It just sounds like his thing. He used to be like the king of Coachella. Him and um what's her name? Vanessa Hudgens. They were like the cool the cool kids at Coachella. But back to Burning Man, they ended up walking out. Like they walked for like three or four hours, they said, and finally they found someone that would take them into town or something. I can't remember. And then they paid a guy $1,000 to drive them to the airport. And they flew to Vegas. But, like, people were stuck there for a long time. And, like, I saw a video and there's still cars left out there that are, like, stuck in the mud or, like, ruined. One of them was, like, half on fire. And it wasn't on fire then, but it, like, started on fire. I just... None of it sounds fun. They, they showed an aerial view of the camp. And I'm like, that looks miserable. Like, I feel for all of you that you think that looks fun. Um, if any of you have, like, a positive experience about these festivals, please let me know. I I don't um, I, I don't think I'll ever change my mind on that. Someone asked me once to go to Burning Man, and I just said, Do you know who I am? <laughs> that sounds horrible. That sounds awful. I, please don't ask me that again. I don't want to go. I, I said before, I, I'll go, I won't go to Burning Man ever, so don't ever ask me to go to Burning Man. Coachella, maybe, if I have a tent, if I have, like, a fan, water, um, you know, a good spot, you know, if I can have a chair to sit and watch my favorite artist, um, yeah, but most of the artists I go there, I don't care for. I'm just rambling at this point. Let's see, Ed Sheeran concert has canceled, <laughs> Ed Sheeran canceled his concert in Vegas, one hour before it was supposed to start. You guys, it was 103 degrees standing outside that stadium, which is pitch black. So I'm sure like right next to the building is extremely hot, way more hot than just standing, you know, away from the building. <laughs> but um, one hour before 
that is that is not okay. I I have a hard time with Ed Sheeran. I really, really do. I'm trying. I'm trying my hardest to not. But I. You can't do that. You would know way before then if there was technical difficulties. He technically said it was something wrong with like. I think he was referring to like the shipping of all of his stuff there. So you would know for sure before an hour before if something was wrong and people didn't even know like people, the way I found out about it was my friend was supposed to go and she posted, we're really bummed. You know, Ed Sheeran got canceled. We, you know, we had these tickets for a long time. We drove all the way down here. Like people came from all over. And he just posted something on his Instagram. He's like, I really hate to say this, but I'm just going to have to cancel. No, no, you can't just do that. Could you imagine if Taylor Swift did that? Or if a female artist did that? They would be destroyed. Like, they would get ridiculed so much for this. I I don't know. I just, he's not coming back till October either. He says tickets will still be valid. Yeah, no shit, they should still be valid. Like, I wouldn't go back. I wouldn't. I've seen him once in concert. He's very talented. I I don't get the hype. I'm sorry. I just don't. Um, he, he's one of those people that complains about being famous, and it drives me nuts. Not saying that you can't complain about being famous, but don't do it to, to us. Don't do it to the public. <laughs> like, do it to other famous people when you're behind closed doors. Like, that's just... Anyways, I don't know. I, I have a hard time with that, but... Katy Perry would never. Katy Perry has never, I think, maybe one show she's canceled. She's never canceled a show other than that that I know of. I don't I think Taylor's canceled very few shows. Um, I mean, she had to cancel Loverfest, of course, because of COVID, but she made up for that for sure. Um, Adele, on the other hand, <laughs> Adele has canceled quite often. Um, one of the times I remember she was very, very sick. So I get that. And I think she did it way before one hour before the show. That's what gets me. People were literally like passing out. Like some people had to go to the hospital because they were so hot and they were getting like heat stroke and stuff. They, the, the stadium actually opened their doors and was letting people in to just to get in the air conditioning because it was so hot outside. Uh, but yeah, like some people didn't even know it was canceled. Like, other people were walking away. They're like, what's going on? They're like, oh, he just canceled the show. They're like, what? Like, we didn't even know. Like, could you imagine being those poor people that had to work, like, taking tickets or, like, security or whatever? Like, people were probably so mad at them. And it's not their fault. I don't know. I just... It bugs me so much. Okay, Chris Evans got married um, to his girlfriend, Alba, Alba Baptista. Um, I kind of... Ha- knew he was dating somebody. I didn't really know who it was. I'm not sure who she is. I don't know if she's an actress or uh, just, you know, a regular old gal like us. But yeah, apparently it was at his house or somewhere, you know, close to his house in Boston. Um, a lot of the, uh, the Marvel cast was there. So that's good. You know, I'm happy for them that's what they want to be married. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say, but Chris Evans is reportedly married. Um, what else do I have? Courtney Kardashian had to have fetal surgery. Not sure what that means. Um, but there, I think Blink-182 was in Europe and I don't know if they canceled the show or if they just said Travis Barker will not be there because of a family emergency and he flew home to be by Courtney's side. 
Um, she, Courtney posted a post after that saying, um, I'm grateful to all the doctors who, who helped save my baby as someone who's had three really easy pregnancies. This is hard to have this one be so difficult or have so many issues. So apparently the baby's fine. They had to do some kind of surgery. Hopefully everything goes well. Madison Beer has a new album coming out on Friday, the 15th. I'm pretty excited about that. I like her. She's pretty consistent. She always has, like, really good, at least, at least three or four songs on each album that I really, really enjoy. Um, she's always on top whatever of my Spotify. Not, like, top five, but top, I don't know, 20 probably. So that's going to be fun. Um, Todd and Chrisley, no, Todd and Julie Chrisley. From Chrisley Knows Best or that rich Southern family. Um, they went to prison earlier this year um, for tax fraud or something. Like $30 million of tax fraud. I don't know why I keep saying it like I'm unsure. It's because I am unsure. I don't know how to phrase that. But they went to prison. They were supposed to go for 19 years combined. Todd was supposed to go for 12 and Julie was supposed to go for 7. And apparently that's been reduced. Todd's is now 10 and Julie's is 5. And apparently in November, they can get it dropped even more. So, I mean, we're not surprised. Celebrities get um, released early all the time. And white-collar crime, I think, usually gets less sentencing or less stricter sentencing I could be wrong but I think it's where they're not like a menace to society or um a threat to society what am I trying to say they're not dangerous they're just you know liars (laughs) they get let out earlier uh someone google that for me and send it to me if that's not true I will redact my statement next week Uh, Let's end with Kylie and Timothy, my favorite, favorite couple of all time. They were seen again at the U.S. Open in New York, and they were just sitting there watching the game. Lover and Cox was in front of them. They were just sitting there being famous and rich, and Kylie had her had her hand on his like shoulder and was rubbing her long nails through his hair, and they just seemed so cute. I just love this. I can't wait. I hope she goes to his... Uh, red carpets for his movies like can you imagine her at the dune red carpet oh my gosh she she would kill it dune and wonka of course like i i can't wait i love this and i will be devastated if this doesn't work out and i feel like maybe it won't but i don't want to put that in the universe just know it'll be a very 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 hard day for me if they ever break up (laughs) i've never been this like obsessed with a couple before but yeah what a good what a good topic to end on. Love. Young love. Um, I think they're just a few years younger than me, but you know, still we're still we're still youthful. Oh well. Uh thank you for listening, everybody. I realize I never um plug any of my my stuff um on Instagram. First of all, let's get this straight. Every Monday is when this podcast will be released. So just that's for sure, unless I say otherwise. Um I'm going to, I'm working on getting an Instagram page and like all that kind of stuff just for this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Um, but in the meantime, you can follow me on Instagram, Casey K, Casey underscore K. There's a girl in, uh, she looks European to me. Like her pictures look like she's on a beach in some European country. I don't know where, but she hasn't posted since 2012. 
and I check constantly because her her username is Casey K. No underscore. It's just Casey K. That's what I want. I want so badly. I messaged her. I messaged the three people she's following. None of them have responded. And it's like, after a while, you're, the account is supposed to get deleted. And it's been over 10 years. And I what I'm saying is I really want that name, but she won't delete her account. And Instagram won't delete it. So anyways, mine is K-A-C-E-Y underscore K. And I am, I was at a thousand followers yesterday, but someone unfollowed me. So please, please someone go follow me so I get to a thousand followers. Um, anyways, I still don't have a um, tagline to, to leave on. Um, if you guys have any ideas, let me know. Uh, if you guys just want to talk, please message me. I'm very lonely, but yeah, have a great day. Um, XOXO. Bye.